Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, I'm going to share a rather unscientific observation. It's not based on any statistical sample size of any significance, but the data is firsthand, and for that reason, I'm paying attention to it. But then I'm going to back it up with some real data. A lot's been written about the pain of retail in the past year. There's lots of office vacancy that's opened up as well. Many are wondering if the workplace of the future has been altered forever by the pandemic, or if retail has been altered forever by the pandemic. I've seen many retail vacancies almost everywhere I look. We're talking the typical Main Street locations, businesses that have held the same location for 40 years have closed. However, I've had numerous conversations with commercial property owners in recent weeks, not just in my home city, but all over North America. Even my own commercial space is now fully leased, even if the monthly rate isn't the highest. We have one tenant who's struggling a little bit financially, but overall the situation's manageable. The surprising part is that we're starting to get unsolicited interest from prospective tenants for commercial storefronts. This is after having very little activity, very little interest for nearly a year. Another commercial owner that I spoke with had four retail vacancies for much of the past year, and now three out of those four spaces have been leased with brand new leases. That's a remarkable change compared with only a few months ago. One commercial shopping mall with a strictly pedestrian main street is like a ghost town. That particular location was struggling before the pandemic. The foot traffic virtually vanished during the past year, and so too did those businesses. While there's still lots of vacancies, it seems like there's a renewed sense of business optimism. As more and more people are being vaccinated, the end of the pandemic is in sight, at least in some people's minds. Yes, there's another wave of pain coming. Many areas are experiencing record rates of infection as a result of mutations of the SARS-CoV-2 virus. The British variant, the Brazilian variants, are much more transmissible and much more deadly. Here in Canada, numbers of people in intensive care have reached an all-time record. My home province has entered a new lockdown for the next month. France just entered its most stringent restrictions in order to combat the virus. We're in a race against the clock to get more vaccines into the population, before the variants infect more people. Despite the economic pain, economies are looking past the pandemic. Let's look at two completely different markets to see if there's some clues. We're going to compare Austin, Texas and Las Vegas, Nevada. The biggest economic driver in Austin right now is the tech industry. There's extensive growth in the tech sector from major tech employers, including Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Tesla, Oracle, and Qualcomm, to name just a few. Some corporate relocations from California have accelerated the growth of the Austin market. These are high-value jobs, and they have been very resilient during the pandemic. In 2020, about 1.2 million square feet of supply in retail was added to the market. Vacancy increased from 4.2% to 4.9%, and much of the new growth was in outlying areas as the city continues to expand its boundaries in all directions. Asking rents continued to push upwards to $22.06 per square foot, an increase of half a percent compared with the same period last year. Single-tenant properties performed the best, and rents in the central business district fell as much as 20%, but this area experienced the largest loss in business as workers stayed home during the pandemic. The central business district of Austin has always struggled a little bit. Las Vegas, on the other hand, is heavily dependent on tourism and gaming. Both industries were decimated by the pandemic, and Las Vegas has one of the highest rates of unemployment in the nation right now. Retail vacancy increased from 7.2% to 7.6% over the past year, but most of that increase was the result of new product entering the market. Nearly 700,000 square feet of retail were added to the market in 2020, 
And there's another expected 702,000 square feet of retail space expected to hit the market in 2021. That's about 0.7% of the total. Less than half of the new supply is expected to be absorbed this year. Rental rates continue to edge upwards at $20.08 a square foot, an increase of 2.3% over last year. Now, you would think that rents would be falling. You would think that rent concessions would be everywhere, but not so far. So perhaps it's no surprise that location matters more than anything else. In the case of retail, properties that are close to where people live perform the best. These properties in new and expanding areas perform better than those linked to office workers. But you didn't need a pandemic to know that downtown retail has performed poorly compared with the suburbs. That trend's been playing itself out for more than a decade. And there's no question that trends in retail are changing. Some retail spaces functionally obsolete. The old Sears Roebuck and Kmart locations are not likely to attract another department store. Those locations are likely to be redeveloped, either as mixed use or maybe purely residential sites. Anyone buying older retail sites has to consider one of two possible plays. Number one, purchasing at such a low price that you can make money by renting at rates well below the rest of the market. Or number two, redeveloping the property to a higher and best use. Now might be the time to consider making a move on retail real estate. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.